everybody. This is Just Sold with Brent McIntosh from the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. My name is Bryn Griffiths, and joining us is the man, Brent McIntosh. How are you doing today? I'm extremely well. How are you today, Bryn? I love days like today because we have guests. <laughs> and one particular guest, why don't you introduce who's joining us? Yeah, so obviously... Uh, talking about real estate week in, week out, we might get a little bit boring. So I wanted to talk about different parts of houses. And today joining us is the owner-operator of Allaire Homes here in Edmonton, a good friend of mine, Jason Brown. Jason, how are you? I'm doing really good. Uh, thanks. Thanks for having me today. My pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Full disclosure here, as I sometimes say in the past, I've known Jason for years over 36 years. And uh, I met Jason back in uh, grade six or grade seven is when we first became friends and still friends to this day. So um, pretty lucky to have him in my life. And, um, and, and Jason, you like me, sure park boy, correct? That's right. Actually, just going back to that, that previous comment, Brent, you were the, the first one in our group to have a license. So uh, I, I was the first one to get a driver's <laughs> license, yes, and, and and filled up my my parents' chocolate brown Chrysler station wagon with all my buddies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boy, those are the days. If we could only go back, huh, Jay? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, well, uh, first of all, tell us about your business. What do you do? Where do you do it? How long you've been doing it, etc. Yeah, so uh, I own uh, Alaire is actually a, Alaire Homes is actually a franchise. So I own two franchises: one uh, out in Sherwood Park, Edmonton area, and then also one in Parkland. So we uh, we focus on uh, custom homes, uh, major renovations, uh, commercial projects, TIs, uh, things like that. Perfect. How long have you been doing that? Uh, I've been in the contracting business since 2005. So I, I took over my dad's business when he retired. He gave me the uh, the flash course of uh, two weeks. Here's the keys to the van. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, I started to grow the company until about 2013. And then I was approached by Allaire to, uh, to join their company, they were deciding to franchise. So I was actually the first single franchise and now we are uh, almost 150 franchises across Canada and US. Wow, and so so explain that. What is Allaire Homes? Yeah, so Allaire Homes is essentially, when you, when you think of a franchise, what you're doing is you're trying to uh, duplicate process from uh, one space to the next. So essentially, Somebody who is hiring Allaire Homes in Toronto uh, is going to get the same experience that you would get in, in Edmonton. So I, I hate to do it since we, we consider ourselves a luxury brand and I don't consider McDonald's to be a luxury brand. But yeah. um, you are going to get the same Big Mac in Toronto as you are in, in Edmonton. So we follow the same process uh, across uh, Canada and the U.S. Okay. And how many employees or contractors do you have here in Edmonton? Yeah. So us being a project management company and, and, and just a fancy word for, for contractor, we are, we are contract out most of what we do, 90% to our vetted trades. And then we have project managers and carpenters and, and partners that, that work together with us. So my team is uh, pretty humble at seven employees. And yeah. uh, 
that uh, that gets gets the job done from from all all sizes of of projects. And who is an ideal client for you, or what's an ideal project that you would be looking for? Yeah, is there such a thing? There is, yeah, for sure. You know, like smaller projects, really. When you when you have a project manage manager doing your project, you know, they're not actually doing any labor type of work. So those projects usually fit into a smaller contractor where they would be managing the project and actually doing the work at the same time. Um, really, professionals, doctors, lawyers, they they seem to see a lot of value in in what we do because they. They like the organization. They like essentially the the certainty that we can provide for their project. But really, people with a vision and really not knowing how to make their vision become a reality, that is that is an awesome client for us. We get excited about that when somebody says they want to build a, a house or do a major renovation and they have no idea where to start. So we can take them through through subdividing lot, getting plans, um, you know, essentially all the interior design and then all the way through to uh, turning over the keys. And that was what I was going to ask next is, is I want my kitchen renovated, let's say. Um, how does it work? You, you come and visit me at my house? Yeah. So that, that first visit would probably start with a phone call of just trying to to get as much information out of you as I can. So I want to hear about how many kids you have, you know, do you have a dog? Um, you know, is, what are you, what are your pain points? Is it, you don't have enough space or your, your place you bought it 10 years ago when you haven't done a thing. Um, we want to hear all of that. And then essentially what we would do is, is, is do a feasibility study, essentially figure out exactly uh, where we're going to fall into budget, you know, how much, how much we need to, to do for plans and et cetera. And that's pretty much a ballpark in the, the beginning to see if we're on the right page. And then from that point, we would move into a project planning phase, which is essentially we're going to get all the information, all the type of tile, the type of countertop, the type of cabinets, get hard pricing on that, share that with the client. And then, you know, the client has control. Maybe they like two tiles. We're going to get them a price on both, and then they can make an educated decision on how they want to proceed. Hey, Jason, this is kind of a two-part question. What's the best part of this sure. job, and what is the worst yeah. part of the business for you? Yeah, I would I would say the best part is the reveal. I, I we, we go through all this planning process. You know, sometimes, like, we're in a project right now where planning was over a year. It was a... Wow. Uh, a major renovation, uh, very, very large home. Um, we had an indecisive client, but now as we're going through and it's starting to come to fruition, it's, I, I just can't wait because, you know, a lot of times we will do um, 3D renderings and et cetera to get the client excited about the project. So as those 3D renderings become a reality, it's, it's super exciting. What's the biggest job you've ever done? I'm actually doing it right now. Okay. <laughs> and, and it actually, it was, it was, it was a lead up almost from where we were just talking about there. Um, you know, we were in planning for over a year. Uh, it's yeah. 7,000 square feet above grade, 10,000 square feet, total living space with a uh, indoor pool. So it's, it's, it's a showpiece for sure. But it's like, when you think about, we loaded uh, drywall yesterday at the project, and it was 
40,000 board feet, which is essentially uh, about 3,000 sheets of drywall just to, to, to get the place boarded. So it's, it's, it's amazing for sure. How about, uh, let's go the other way. What's the smallest job you guys have ever done? <laughs> yeah, you know, when we first started, uh, you know, being the first single franchise, there wasn't, uh, nobody knew who Alaire was. So right. I was, I was taking on anything. So I was, I was doing, you know, even to the extent of maybe even some handyman work where, where you're just trying to get your, your name out there. So I would say, sure. yeah, just like you're, cha- you're cha- changing light bulbs. Changing light bulb, yes. One one kitchen at a time, yeah. (laughs) Good good for you. Well, 2020 was obviously sort of a a unique year for all of us, a year that probably none of us will ever forget. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's talk, how was your business in 2020? Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) Like, it it went... (laughs) You know, things changed in obviously for everyone that, you know, we have a, a big office in the West End with a shop and et cetera. And, you know, uh, I went there for the first time uh, since, uh, you know, beginning of December yesterday. Like it, wow. it just, we, we just don't we just don't do it anymore. So, uh, you know, I, I find that, you know, we had a we were all worried when when April hit last year, like probably 99% of people and it, it it took about a month and then the phone started ringing again. And I just think people were in their homes. They saw what they didn't like and they're like, well, maybe now's the time to do it. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I I saw a lot of that too, where people have either outgrown their houses looking for something bigger or yes, I, I, I can't stand this kitchen any longer. Yeah. And and we need to to change things. Uh, what's changed in the way that you do business? So what are you doing differently since April? Yeah, so we have a large territory in in Edmonton. So Edmonton, Sherwood Park, you know, even even further east there, and then I own Parkland as well. So you know, sometimes it can be Stony Plain. I'm going out to see something there. Uh, you know, you'll take a look at a project. You'll come back home and in the past, 2019, that I would go back out there, present an estimate and, you know, you can think 40 minutes there, an hour, you know, you're three hours to essentially do that. I I would think now the efficiencies have increased and it's become like a new normal to get someone on a, a Zoom call, screen share present with them. And now I'm, I'm, I'm going from my kitchen, I'm going to my home office. I'm presenting an estimate and I'm back with the family in 45 minutes. Like it's, right. yeah. it's, it's definitely something that I think will stay with us for, for, for a long time, for sure. So a good thing coming out of 2020, your efficiency. How about for your people on site? Has, have their jobs changed when they're actually in someone's home? Yeah, yeah, we've we have strict COVID protocol. So it's project manager getting out of his truck, hand sanitizing, obviously wearing a mask, going into the house. If he's interacting with the clients, uh, you know, we're social distancing. But even when we're dealing with the trades, it's one depending on the size of the house, of course, one sub trade uh, in the house at one time. So the actual uh, overall project timelines have increased a bit because we aren't able to stack trades on, on top of each other. So has that, has that been your biggest challenge? Uh, Yeah, I would say, and trying to keep COVID out of people's homes is, 
you know, it's, uh, we're, we're big on that, our, like I said, on our COVID protocol and we have the signs up and et cetera. But, you know, it's, I, th- I think Canada, US, everyone is, if somebody has a sniffle now, it's kind of, we've, we've got over that, uh, that initial, I'm still going to work phase. But I would say in the beginning, there were still people coming to the job site with, with sniffles, not necessarily wearing a mask, not hand sanitizing. So you just had to educate so, so much with people that this is a, this is a serious thing. Well, I, I think everybody dealt with that. Hey, Jason, sure. kind of curious about costs because mm-hmm. a lot of companies have gone through some tough times here over the last 365 days. And are you seeing costs driving up at all here? Yeah, I, w- I would say lumber and, you know, it's been something in the in the news. Uh, lumber has has increased, you know, upwards of 100 um, percent. You know, some of the, the the supply chain things that we're, we're waiting on, um, you know, black fixtures for, let's say, your, your kitchen or maybe you have a towel rack that's black. I don't know why. But black fixtures are, are are very very hard to come by these days. Um, we did we did come up with a solution for the lumber. Uh, one of the companies we work with, Acubuilt, essentially it's instead of dimensional lumber like two by fours, two by sixes, they're doing an engineered lumber which isn't affected by the mills as much. So they'll take the measurements of a house, they'll build it off site, and then they'll bring the panels and actually build the structure in you know, a quarter of the time and uh, it, it doesn't affect the cost as much as, uh, as it would with your, your traditional framing. You mentioned black light fixtures, but um, can you tell us some of the other trends that you're starting to see these days that seem to be all the rage? Yeah, like the, <laughs> I, I thought we were done with the brass and uh, I thought that was was going the wayside. Now they've they've come back with almost like a matte bronze, which uh, which which kind of reminds me of uh, the olden days. It's not the uh, the dusty rose and and peach that uh, we all saw in the uh, in the nineties. But uh, yeah, it, I, I would say that would be uh, that would be the the thing I, I see the most. You know, barn wood, of course. That's that's big in a house. Uh, when we're on the building side of it, uh, modern farmhouse. So uh, a, a very stiff, a steep, um, steep trusses, you know, shallow eaves draw or uh, soffits. So um, yeah, yeah, just uh, I would say that would be the, the biggest ones for sure. Is there something that you thought was really cool or the most interesting thing that you've ever worked on? Yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm finding the uh, the indoor pool is is there's a lot of moving parts. You know, I I, I grew up with a, a pool, but it was you know the size of a large bathtub. Where this is this is half of a Olympic size thing. So that's that's definitely uh, a cool factor. But one one time, a client uh, asked me if uh, I I could build him a zip line. And, oh. and being and being sometimes a yes man, I said, yeah, sure, I, I can build a zip line. <laughs> no problem. We do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. it was a, a 200 foot zip line that we uh, we did from. So I I did so much research and got so much engineering because I had nightmares about somebody going on the zip line and falling off and killing themselves. So it 
Okay. It, it was part of me. Yeah. Well, let me stay with that then. So what was the biggest surprise of putting the zip line in? Uh, I, I was the guinea pig and being the first person to go down. So <laughs> okay. it was, it was, yeah, you know, I, I gotta be confident enough to do this, but, uh, yeah, it was good. And it was fast too, because it started at the top of the hill down to, uh, the bottom. So it was good. Really good. Oh, interesting. And did you tell your wife that you were going to be demoing it that day? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but, uh, we got it on video. So I, I, I still have that video and, and it, uh, it wasn't tight enough. So I, I did, it was almost like I was sliding into, into home base by the time I was, uh, at the end. Of- <laughs> well, I'm just curious. I mean, I, I obviously know that you're married, but the, um, I'm wondering if, if your wife uh, was had time to up your, your insurance policy yeah. before you yeah. went to work that day. Tell us a little bit about, about your family, Jay. Let's talk personal. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I have a wife, we just had our anniversary of, uh, 20 years. Congratulations. Uh, she, oh, thanks. Um, she's actually right in the mix. She works at the, the stallery. So, um, she, she was, uh, slotted to get the, the vaccine. And then that was, uh, that was pulled away from her for, for, whatever reason we've all, we all watch the news. We all know what's going on there. And then I have uh, two kids. I have one who uh, has just recently gone for his learners and didn't quite make it, but I think I had to take it a couple of times there to get my (laughs) learners. And then I have a daughter who is 11, who just recently broke her arm on, uh, on Connors Hill, just uh, going down on a toboggan and, Oh, yeah. Well, I thought maybe I thought you would have learned by now about going tobogganing at Connors Hill from from our past, and, and we won't talk about the story necessarily here in this venue. But um, you and I sh- should both know better than to go to Connors Hill, shouldn't we? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and anyway, Bryn, I, I, I could share that story with you later, and I don't want to throw one of our friends under the bus for that. Sure. But um, besides tobogganing, uh, what else do you do for fun? Yeah, you know, normally it would be uh, I play hockey on a Lair Holmes hockey team out at uh, at River Tree, but uh, we obviously aren't aren't doing that. I coach uh, hockey and I also coach ringette, so that that keeps me quite busy normally. But I would I would I would find now with with COVID, we have had that that shift of where you almost lose your kids as they get into their their tweens and, and into their, their teens. And, you know, I've, I've, I found with COVID, we've actually been able to bring that back a bit. Like we've played more board games than I, you know, we just essentially sink, sink a ship with. And it's, it's just, it has been more family time that I built a, uh, a rink in the backyard, you know, oh, wonderful. just, just trying to, to find ways to entertain the kids that are essentially usually flat out all the time. Oh, that's great. I love to hear stories like that. As we wrap up here, let's last ask you, why should someone hire you if they're thinking of building a house or doing a major renovation? What makes you the best one for the job? Yeah, I would, I would say as far as our, our processes are, are solid, we always start at A, go to B, do not go to D. So we, we definitely have that down. And, you know, I would, I would say that we are, even though we do major, major projects, we're still a boutique firm. So 
we you're going to get the the owner all the way through the in, entire project you essentially have you know direct accountability for for what's what's going on in your your project with the the highest points in uh, in, in the business so fantastic how do people find you yeah, so you can find us. Uh, we have a, a segment on CTV that we do once a month called uh, Reno, and we also do a, a segment on on Global as well. Uh, but uh, Alaire Edmonton on on Instagram as well as uh, on the internet. And is there a phone number or a email address that you'd like to share? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jason Brown at alairehomes.com and phone number 780-887-2719. And of course, we'll include that in our show notes. So if somebody wants to get a hold of Jason, then they can easily find that by looking at the notes of this podcast. And I would encourage you to follow them on Instagram. That's one of the accounts that I follow. And, and I'm amazed that these guys can even find time to pick up a hammer because they seem to be posing for pictures almost every <laughs> single day. Um, they are by far the most photogenic construction crew I have ever seen. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You're that out there. <laughs> Hey, I, yeah. Yes, they're a very handsome bunch, Bryn. Make sure you check them out on Instagram. I'm sure there's a few people that will do that. Uh, absolutely. Jason, thanks for your time. And Brent, how do people get a hold of you? If somebody's considering selling their house or purchasing one here in Edmonton, you can reach out to our team at 780-464-0075 or find us on any of the social media uh, items at Macintosh Group. And by the way, we love that feedback, so don't hesitate to drop us a line. And uh, as Brent said, it's uh, Mac, the Macintosh Group at Remax River City. It's, uh, it's been fun. Guys, thanks very much. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm Brent Griffiths. He's Brent Macintosh, and we'll see you next time. 